Okay. The audio is going. The uh, the video stream is going. This is the morning espresso, and we will be with you. Was it dudes and divas? Dudes and divas, or I'm so confused about what you can say and what you can't say. Anyway, we're nearly ready to go live. We're going live any moment. On the uh... oh jeepers, what's going on there? That's not good. We're nearly, we're nearly there. We're back. Okay. We're getting the hype. We're built. This is called building hype, ladies and gentlemen. called building the hype. Ooh. We're talking about some absolute wild things today. Okay. Oh, are you settling in ladies and gentlemen? Are you settling in? Are you getting ready? Today's episode is going to be absolutely Silly-tastic. All right. All right. Having all the sup of the water there. Uh, hydra hydration's important, you know that. All right, here we go, let's get started. Okay, here we go. Got to get the old uh, massage in there on my coach. Go on, Vegan Stephen, you can do it. Alright, here we go. Vegan Stephen Podcast is a parody of a podcast. Vegan Stephen is a fictional character. All characters are allegedly fictional characters. All characters and events in this show, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated poorly. The following program contains coarse language and should not be viewed by anyone. I'm the living embodiment of Satan. I will give your kids cancer. This is strictly over 50 years old. Oh, this is the Vegan Stephen podcast, the number one vegan podcast promoting positive mental health. It's not just for vegans, it's every day. I am your host, Vegan Stephen. We are currently live on Instagram, YouTube, uh, your mom's iPhone, back of milk cartons, iTunes, everywhere you, that you normally get your podcasts and uh, video version is live and you can interact with the the comments okie dokie the time is uh, 5.37 um, it is the 6th of the 12th 2019 new episode of Mandalorian's out tomorrow on the old Disney there looking forward to that <laughs> um, let's see what else we got going on yes so today um, today Yes, today was a day of days. Alright, so today, what happened today? We're gonna, today we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to get a history lesson of China from someone who watched, uh, Vegan Stephen watched about six documentaries yesterday. So, uh, <laughs> so you can only imagine uh, how confused I am about China. Um, I watched some history documentaries because basically, do you know when I just kept hearing people talk about China all the time in the news and all this stuff and I was like, why is everyone talking about it? And then it turned out it was to do a trade, trade with China, um, basically just trade. 
and throughout time the world has gone to China for trade uh, for stuff like tea, sugar, salt um, spices oh it's got to be something else it's got to be loads of other things anyway basically uh, and they had what was it a cheap cheap workforce and they had uh, or was it cheap labour laws I can't remember which one it was and yeah so listen um I'm just a, I'm just a, I don't know anything about China or the world or anything. I basically I was just looking into it yesterday, and I just saw what did the world have to offer on YouTube, and I watched as I said about six documentaries all up to date 2019. So, um, well, I I'm basically just telling you now I'm just an Irish lad who just watched a few documentaries. And I'm going to try and explain to you what the crack is uh, as regards why it's in the news all the time and all that stuff, do you know what I mean? Just because I didn't know, and I was like, here, I'll look into it. Because uh, I'm fascinated by North Korea, and then when I started watching these documentaries, they said, uh, basically, like, North Korea is the child of, like, China, as in, like, uh, North Korea is, like, trying to do what China's doing or something. Alright, anyway, listen, this is all fictional. Alright, I'm a fictional character, so just chill out, alright? Like I said, don't know what I'm talking about. I just watched a few documentaries, I don't know what, and this is just, I find it really funny when someone's explaining to me in, you know, in the pub or something, they're just like, uh, oh yeah, fucking this, I was watching this mad documentary. So I find it really interesting and hilarious people's uh, perception of um, when they watch a lot of documentaries. And depending on how you feel watching the actual documentary, it's so interesting. Uh, if you're feeling really paranoid or something, you would think that the world's ending. If you're watching a, a documentary about like China or whatever, I don't know, some superpower um, country. Uh, or else if you're really happy, you could be like, oh, that's awesome, that's loads of jobs and it's really helping out the world. Or else if you're... Yeah, it's just, it's amazing how... 10 people could watch the same film and get completely different things out of it. Some people could be like, oh, that's racist. Some people could be like, that's really empowering to China. Some people could be like, uh, oh, you can't say that. And some people feel like, uh, you know, just what I mean. Diff people's different perception and reality is just blows my mind. Um, so like I said, um, I watched all these documentaries yesterday. I slept on it. I've pretty much forgotten everything. <laughs> this reminds me of the Lisa Simpson uh, uh, episode of The Simpsons where Homer is studying for an exam and Lisa is coaching him through it and the morning he has to do the exam he says Lisa I forgot everything and uh, Lisa says perfect and drags your boy Homer to the old uh, exam oh all the music is free vegan Stephen oh podcasts are free uh, merch available. Patreon coming soon. Mm. So like I said, I didn't know what all this China business was about as regards why people are talking about it currently. Um, and it seems to be, as far as I can work out, to do a trade to do with China. Um, so it's to do with how the country actually makes money from other countries. 
So that's the kind of stuff I was looking into. I wasn't looking into anything to do with like religion or anything like that, crack. Maybe because it's outlawed in China. Oh, but I just find it fascinating because uh, Ireland's an island, so it's very has generally people places that are cut off from the world have uh, uh, can have a polarizing effect and so on. So. Well, yeah, just other culture is very interesting in general. So listen, we're going to have a little chat about it anyway. Just some things that I thought were interesting. Because I could be here for a week talking about it. But uh, just one or two things stood out to me. Yesterday. Oh, man. I meant to sing a song for you guys. Okay. So this is the China episode, everyone. Um... And after this, I'm gonna. Oh, I was at the doctor today. I'm gonna a mental health doctor. And I'm just gonna tell you how that was going. Cause I just believe, you know, if someone, if people just have an old chat about it. Uh, they'll people they'll feel less alienated and so on. Okay, just a theory. I'm just trying it out. I don't know how it works. I'll just trying it out. I could be wrong and change. If it doesn't work, I'll change my. I'll change my, my thing. My job. <laughs> False alarm. False alarm. Oh my god. This is live. This is not a drill. Vegan Steven. Vegan Steven Podcast. There is no ethical revolution. We have the power to make decisions. Following the law will only keep you out of prison. Fears nobody's listened. Well, Ignorance is not innocence and You say you were just doing your job Who's for sale and who can't be bought You say you were just doing your job Who's for sale and who Uh, 
That's one of the singles. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you're very good. Please, please, chillax, chillax. I'm just one person, I'm just, I'm just one person representing the people. It's just chill. Alright, we're all good, we're all good. <laughs> Alright, so, um, yeah, I was at the old doctor, um, mental health, uh, sometimes it requires, um, oh dear, this is very complicated, but uh, sometimes uh, in someone's journey through mental health, it can require therapy of many varieties. Uh, to find out what one works for you and sometimes it involves some level of medication medication some level of medication and some level of therapy two two options and I am currently trying the medication route I tried the therapy route and it's working really well for me so possibly for me um, I had a chemical imbalance, perhaps. I don't know. But uh, everyone's on their journey. Um, it's often just a temporary thing, you know, being on um, a lot of mothers, uh, after they have their baby, they get postnatal depression, I think it is. Uh, so sometimes mothers have to go on antidepressants, whether it's a variety of brand names, just for a few months, just to bring some more serotonin to the body. Just to help them through those those few months where their body is recuperating from you know giving birth and so on and giving so much of its life force. In some in Indian traditions, they believe that the mother uh, like cuts its soul in half to give half the child. And anyway, sorry, I'm a Native American flip. All right, listen. Uh, so that's just want to update you with that because it really I really didn't want to mention it. Because uh, it makes me quite a vulnerable target, but sure, flip. People, if I'm going to be politically assassinated, it's going to happen. For the crack, we'll see what the crack is. Go nuts, people, go nuts. Make it up and print it, and I will admit it. Yeah, <laughs> right. I admit it, I did it all, I did it. I slept with that lad's wife. Uh, okay. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit nervous just because, you know, um, I'm just one guy, uh, I'm just one guy, <laughs> so I could be getting all the names wrong here and so on, but you know what, it's fine, I'm just a lad talking, so flip it. I just had a conversation with someone, and they said, oh my god, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do a podcast about China, are you? And I was like... Sure, I've already slagged off Scientology, like, it doesn't get much more stupid than that, so, we'll see what happens. Okay, I'm a silly billy. Alright, here it goes. Um, so like I said, I could be wrong, alright, so I encourage you to uh, uh, comment in the comments and leave links, because uh, I'm sure... This is like entertainment news, I'm going to play with the truth a little bit, uh, unfortunately. But this will hopefully inspire you to, to look into Chinese history and so on, because it's fascinating. I love it. Uh, so there's this, this lad called Mao, as far as I... Oh, fuck, I hope I'm right. Oh, jeepers, I hope I'm right. Oh, no. Uh, 
Alright, I'll say I'm right. I'll say I'm right. 1949. Ooh. Those numbers don't seem right. Ooh. Okay. Fuck it. I'll keep going. So there was this lad anyway, right? And China kept getting taken over. It's gone way back. You know, fucking thousands of years or whatever. Right. China was getting invaded from loads of places because it was all up in individually colonies. 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 Colonies and tribes and so on. So it was very easy for outside forces to come in and take over. Alright, because they weren't all united as one people. Alright, the battle is lost inside the castle. It's a, it's a metaphor. Okay, so what if this guy's Meow, Mao. Or at least if it wasn't Mao, it was the, his, he was the successor to Mao, because I'm thinking way back. So, uh, as I said, I'm not well up in my Chinese history, unfortunately. But I'm just giving a rough background to why it's in the news right now. So China was getting invaded, and this this uh, this guy decided, like, listen, uh, we're gonna I'm gonna have to invade and take over all of China, just so that we're all together and united against outside forces. So he did it, and loads of people were slaughtered, and it was an absolute bloodbath, and so on. And uh, China. I had like a thousand year war with like Mongolians and this other minority called the let's get the name here it's pronounced it's Yurig what you y g h u or Muslims alright so I don't know what that's all about and there's something I'm going to talk about because it's a I think this is Xang, it's pronounced X-I-N-J-I-A-N-G, re-education camps. So that's something to, to give an old Google there. Anyway, so I'm going to try and keep this very light, okay? So I'm going to try and keep this very light. And I said, I don't know if any of this stuff's true. I only watched like a few documentaries and they could be... I don't know who made them or anything, okay? So I'm just... We're just this is a bit of entertainment. Alright, so this lad... This lad Mao, or uh, I'll, I'll hopefully get his name at the end, or maybe one of you guys could write it in the comments, because it's, yeah. <laughs> so he decided to unite China, so he started taking over China by uniting it. Unfortunately, those people were, were slaughtered and so on. Um, and there was a power struggle, and yada yada yada, or whatever. But, so that's why China became united. And a lot of things that are associated with uh, Chinese culture, if stereotypes, if you will. Such a stereotype would be a such thing as an Irish person, I'm Irish, uh, dressed up as a leprechaun, if I was drinking loads of pints. So there's certain uh, Chinese stereotypes. Um, um, but it doesn't, they're not really an all of China, they're to do with certain kind of tribes in China as opposed to the entirety of China and so on. Anyway, moving very swiftly on before I get in trouble. <laughs> Producers ringing me in and saying, move on, next subject, quick. Those people are getting ready to sue you. Um, Alright, so there's this lab called Mao or whatever and he was, he was, uh, listen, I'm going to fact check all my stuff at the end anyway, so we'll just keep going. Um, Alright, here we go. So, there was this, uh, like, civilian war or whatever. Uh, a civil war, and the sons, uh, the sons of those lads that fought in the civil war. Think of the Easter Rising kind of thing if you're Irish, that kind of thing. All right, so the sons, 
of these uh, gentlemen who were in the, the Chinese Civil War. Uh, yeah, like I said, think of someone if, as if they're Michael Collins' son or something. Michael Collins was, a, I think, a, a 1916 Easter Eyes and give that a Google if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, and the GPO and all that crack. So listen, uh, uh, Chairman of the Communist Party, uh, that's Mao there. Um, oh! 1976, okay, okay. Anyway, listen, here we go. Uh, so this, this gentleman called Winnie the Pooh, did I say, sorry, did I say Winnie the Pooh? I meant to say Ex Jim Ding. Alright. A X J I M P O and his title is the General Secretary of the Communist Party of China. Uh, I'm just gonna read a little bit. He's sixty six years old, fair play to him, he's looking gorgeous. Uh X I Jinping is uh, I apologize for mispronouncing. Um my Chinese is not up to scratch. Um bit out of practice. I used to be fluent when I was out of the womb and then I lost it. That's what happens, you don't practice things every day. Alright, uh, Chinese politicians serving as General Secretary of the Communist Party of China, President of the People's Republic of China, and Chairman of the Central Military Commission. That's, a, that's Wikipedia, has his height there, which is a bit amusing. Uh, he's had two wives, fair play to him. And uh, his birthday. If you want to give him a present, it is the 15th of June. I hope you guys didn't miss that one. His birthday is, is uh, there it is. Alright, so this lad, right, he's thought of as a, a red prince, I think. the A prince? A red prince or something like that. And that's the kind of nickname given. That's obviously a translation to the son of the communist. No, it's her. I don't know if it's communist or whatever. But basically he had a famous dad. And he was told, listen, you have to... Stop talking to your dad and say the the his version of the Easter Rising or whatever wasn't any good, uh, and say his dad was silly or whatever. And then he went to like a re-education camp uh, camp in China where they uh, jeepers what they do, I think they hey they had to read like the German books Karl Marx and oh jeez I'm so bad at these facts or am I? Alright, so we'll fact check that at the end because I may be way off. Um, I steal all, all my re research and all this stuff, so just, um, okay, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to move on and keep going, I can't get caught up in that reading about China, oh, we have a lovely little thing, okay, so I can use the Wikipedia, uh, contents as the kind of format for this presentation. So we did a little bit of prehistory domestic rule. So China, uh, everyone in, everyone was going to China, right? Because to do a trade. And this is talking about why everyone's talking about it right now. So just to finish up on the president of the Workers' Party or whatever, he, um, what did he do? He did a lot of things. Sure, we'll come back to him. Bless him. He, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, prehistory, okay, we talk, oh, jeepers, prehistory. Um, <laughs> uh, prehistory, Imperial China, uh, everyone's got, oh, what's that thing called, where you make China? Like the actual porcelain, I think it's called. Um, 
Thanks, Pen's person. So everyone in the world is going to China for all these things, and they paid the Chinese in Chinese emperors or whatever in silver, because that was what the Chinese wanted uh, for some reason. So they paid in silver for the old tea bags and stuff. They built the Great Wall there to keep out the Mongolians, as far as I can tell. So that was one of the things they did. Yeah. So, this lad's father was involved in the Civil War. Uh, he became a politician. He rose up to the ranks. And he was known as a man, you know, getting stuff done and so on. So, yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. As when you first heard about him, I was very impressed when I first heard about him. I was like, geez, that sounds like a, a real man. Like, he really uh, rose to the ranks. He's a man, like, kind of a self made man, if you know what I mean. Uh, China is the, the fastest producer of self made millionaires at the moment, by the way. Which is kind of mad for a country that says it's communist. So that's kind of confusing. Um, so this is my, my own personal quest to improve my knowledge of geography because I don't know much about it. So I'm just inviting you on my... Take my hands! I'm inviting you on my journey uh, to learn about China and hopefully some of my guests will... Uh, I'll bring on someone who no, actually knows about China and doesn't actually have uh, just a few documentaries under their belt. So who's this Mao lad? So Mao, also known as Chairman Mao, and Mao Ruzi was a Chinese communist revolutionary who became the founding father of the People's Republic in China, which he ruled as chairman of the Communist Party of China and from uh, its establishment in 1949 until his, de his death in 1973. Okay, so I, I think I'm mix mixing up some of my, uh, you know, revolutionary leaders and so on, so I'm not going to... Don't take my word now in these things. This is kind of entertainment news, okay? Um, right, so everyone wants to go to China in the world because China has the best shit. Do you know what I mean? I don't know why. Uh, they just do. So, you know, like America, England want to go to China. For, year, for centuries, uh, people all around the world have been going to China to get uh, goods that they couldn't get anywhere else. And... China was kind of like just quite independent. Think of how North Korea is right now. It's quite independent of itself. It can be self-sufficient. Um, all it needed was silver from the outside. I don't know what they use the silver for or whatever, but all they needed was silver from the outside world. Do you know what I mean? And they were so kind of arrogant about it, allegedly, that they saw it was as an honor for the people to come and trade with them and so on. And it eventually got to the stage where I think the British had to go there and then threaten them with invading. Uh, they took over a little island on the cotton, you know, like underneath China or whatever. And they said, "Listen, we're gonna we're gonna cause a r absolute ru ruckus if you don't do trade with us." Uh, I think it's for heroin. They were dealing heroin. I'm sorry, when I say heroin, I mean opium to the Chinese and. Um, that's what happened, lads. Right? The English forced uh, opium on uh, on China. Um, question mark? I'm just asking questions. Um, I wonder what date that was. Sure, we'll back it up with a bit of research, will we? British selling China opium. 
find out if I'm talking balls or what I'm talking about. Opium. O-P. Uh, British. Cheeky Brits, eh? Uh, opium trade. Can we get a little... In the 18th and 19th century, okay? Why did... So everyone wants to wanted to trade with China because it had the best stuff going, do you know what I mean? It was like Kmart or... It was like... Just like a class shop, you know? It just had all the things. And everyone wanted to go there. Cause, and then the, their, China was getting like, oh, class, everyone wants to... Uh, so that was Emperor Quing, the Q I N G, who refused the, uh, who sorry, with the British were like here, let's trade, and China, China just wasn't bothered. Like China was like a okay, China was like a, that really hot girl in school, and England was like, oh please, like can I hang out with you? And and that hot girl who was China was just like nah, wait, and England was like please, China, please, please, China, please. Uh, that gonna carry on, alright. And then England had to do some some questionable things. Um, opium trade in Chinese history, the traffic that developed in the eighteenth and nineteenth centuries, in which Western countries, mostly Great Britain, exported opium grown in India and sold it in China. Alright. Apparently, India and China are like two neighbors that don't like each other. You know, some people don't like their neighbor next door. They put up the, they put up, they leave the dirty washing out and they, their dogs always barking or something. You know my neighbours are. So, um, uh, China, I think, as far as I know, surrounded uh, India with different, uh, markets just to kind of make sure that it got all the business that India could get, if that makes any sense. So it's kind of like Little and Aldi, if you know them lads. So everywhere... Little opens a shop, Aldi opens up a shop across the road, that kind of carry on, but it's with, it's with India and China. Allegedly. Comment below, man, correct me, I don't know what I'm talking about, this is just like open source Wikipedia. Job. So, I'd love if you could um, leave an article below, do you know what I mean, just to, just to help people and we'll include it in an update, perhaps. If, um, yeah, or if you have a... For me personally, you might have to link a documentary to me because I'm a bit lazy. But you look. Alright. Alright. And the. Yeah, okay, we're all good, we're all good, we're all good. Oh, yeah, not. I just thought that was mental. Because you know the way, like, if you, if you have a little bit of. a bit of a drug or something in England, you could be locked up. But the actual country was growing illegal drugs at the time. And then. Because the only way they could get China to trade with them was if they got them hooked on drugs. So Britain was literally a, a drug dealer, a drug pusher on China. China said, here, fuck off, Britain. We don't want your fucking heroin. And Britain was like, go on, it's good shit, man. Go on, China, go on. China, China, try some heroin. And China was like, listen, I think you've had a bit too much to drink. I don't appreciate you mocking uh, uh, down and out quotation marks there. I Listen, this is just improvised waffles, so chill out. Mm. Mm. So yeah, Britain, drug dealer.
question mark. Hypocrite, question mark. Uh, mass genocide of Ireland, question mark. Uh, <laughs> I'm only messing. Is vegan Stephen racist? Or is he just having the crack? You decide. Alright, let's keep going. So, okay, we, uh, we talk about Mr. Mao. China ports, yeah. Alright, so China apparently was buying up ports, which means... Oh, Jesus. The, uh, do you know like Wi-Fi is like a big revolution right now on the internet? Back in the day, it was a big revolution when they discovered how to send ships around uh, the world using shipping containers. Alright, I know it seems a bit, a bit wild, but you know those shipping containers? Everyone knows that they're helping put the homeless in and all that stuff, helping build them in some houses and stuff. Like that. Um, getting off subject, excuse me. Um, so basically, trade, international trade is fucking huge. And I don't know if you know about tariffs and stuff. A tariff, you might have heard it in the news. Uh, some people were talking about a tariff is something that messed up Africa a little bit. And it messed up um, economically here. I don't, I don't know anything about like politics or any of that stuff. Um, I'm just following the money, okay? I'm not. I'm just quoting where the money is, allegedly, from watching some documentary by someone with no references. So, <laughs> I'm literally just spreading gossip here. Um, so, China was buying up all these ports, right? And how they did it was they were lending money to all these countries to build ports on the. Do you know, like, there's an island. And they say, listen, uh, that's a really good thing. Oh, listen, mate, uh, you've got a really nice, you got a really nice garden there. Uh, you can build on it. Uh, we'll give you a loan for the money of that, and then, um, then the country can't pay the back the loan. So it's like some kind of, what's that? You know, they, they knock on the door, and they they say, here's you want a loan of a grand? You just have to pay me back two grand tomorrow. And you're like, fucking hell, that's uh, 100% inflation. Um, were they money lenders or something? So China was like a money lender, if you will. And uh, it lent money to all these countries to open, to make their own ports. Because they were like, listen, if you open a port here, you're going to make loads of money because it's on the route to China. And people have been fighting over trade routes to China for years and years and years. And that's why they brought in all these tariffs, imports, output, taxes and so on. So, uh, sorry, excuse me, Africa and China are big uh, business partners. And, oh, I'm getting so off topic. So listen, oh, you're going to have a mental health break there, lads. Oh, Brian Slats, you legend. Uh, you're going to have a mental health break here, ladies and gentlemen, all right? So, it's the part where you, this is your problem tree. And you just say, like, listen, uh, I wish the wife listened to me and all that stuff. All right. And you, uh, what else would you be doing? Focusing your breathing. Are you breathing from your stomach or are you getting shallow breathing from your chest? Are you being all fucking stressed? Are you focusing on different parts of your body, breathing in and out? I, I personally like to count to, to f like four when I'm breathing in and then maybe four on the out. Because um, it's so flipping easy to be fucking, get fucking stressed. Which is fine, you can't avoid stress, but you can uh, release it, whether massage or whatever you're into. 
Um, right, so listen, this is like that thing with the old priest and all that, so uh, in the confession booth, so you just tell me that you like used your toothbrush, you, what was it, you wiped your boyfriend's toothbrush and dog shit and then you watched him clean his teeth with the dog shit toothbrush or whatever evil things you're up to. If you're feeling brave, write them in the comments. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is your mental health bank. Talk amongst yourselves then. So we're getting back to China and business. Um, so I just watched a lot of two uh, current six two six six two thousand nineteen current documentaries on China because I don't know anything about China. I, I didn't. I'm literally clueless about geography. So just doing a little bit of research, just dipping the toe in and letting you know like what what says on the internet. Just like. And as you know, like some of this stuff could be true, some of it cannot be true. So there was this thing in China, right? Where, oh jeepers. It's called uh, 1989 Tiananmen Square protests. I'll just tell you a little bit about, about that. First of all, uh, 1989, if I, if I may be, uh, what's that thing called when you're like a narcissist? It's called like a satanic complex. It's a messiah complex. Vegan Stephen Messiah complex. All right. Anyway, back on point. Uh, Nineteen eighty nine Tiananmen Square protests. All right. So we're going to talk about that for a minute. And um, allegedly, this is something which the uh, the Communist Party is pretending never happened. Which is kind of very strange, considering right now uh, within China they're promoting uh, new uh, cultural arts, looking into the future, and so on. And they're promoting, you know, the the old ancient philosophers of China, some of the best brilliant philosophy there is to have. But yet they just seem to be. If you ever mention this one incident, you're in big trouble. And they used to do stuff up until recently. I don't still do it in the last ten years anyway. But they did like some kind of public shaming. So if you wrote something like, uh, uh, I don't know, uh. Hey guys, let's talk about the Tiananmen Square protests or something like that. Hey, democracy. Um, you could be uh, on the news and have to make a public apology and say you know, how silly you were for doing it. And just just kind of a weird kind of manipulation. And it's kind of, I don't know. It's a bit, I don't know what's going on there. But sure. Listen, we're just asking questions. What do I know? So they're pretend they keep pretending that this one incident didn't happen, okay? Because I was watching all these documentaries and they kept being like, 
oh, China doesn't want to talk about this thing. And I was like, what are they on about? Like, I don't know anything about the Chinese history or whatever, so I was just like, what are they talking about? It turns out there was this event, right? And what happened, there was lots of people protesting. There's all these students, right? And they gathered in this place called Tiananmen Square. It was going on for a week or something. People, Some people were, you know, not eating what's that thing called hunger strike, right? So all these all these people got together and did a hunger strike and um it was a peaceful pro I think it was it started let me start off peaceful anyway. Basically I think it may have had something to do with Japan released students back to China or something. I can't I really can't remember how it started off, but it was kind of it was going on for a little while. I'll read all about the facts here. I'm just going off memory here what I from what I remember. Because every time you read something, you almost interpret different. Oh, geez, I forgot that line there. That's interesting. I never thought about that that way. Yeah, um, that's why it's hard to be held accountable for something. Kind of sad because you just felt it in the moment. I don't know. Listen, we're just talking. So what happened was there was this. Uh, there was communist party, right? If you don't know what communism is, it's kind of like the government's in charge of everything. Owns all the businesses, kind of carry on. Um, as opposed to democracy, where it, uh, which is often involved with com capitalism, which is where it's like competitive. Every shop competes against every shop, kind of kind of thing. Uh, it's a bit more like a race. I don't know. Anyway, so there's all these people protesting, and I believe they were looking for better, you know, human rights and so on, and they thought democracy might be a good way to do that. And the government uh, was given out. Uh, they were. They give it warnings, you know, the people protesting. So this, by the way, this is the incident that China's pretending never happened. Um, for all I know, it never happened. I'm just seeing it in the article. I've talked to some people about it, and they've told me it happened. So I'm it's looking pretty sure... It's like, I'm pretty sure uh, the stuff I'm saying isn't a conspiracy theory. It's just me getting some of the facts wrong. But I think there's some truth in the things I'm saying. Okay. I always personally I find when someone's just telling me all the interesting facts about something, it gets real inspired to what to like research it more. It's like, oh class. Didn't know that happened. But basically, yeah, um there's all these people protesting, there were students, they wanted uh a bit more democracy kind of carry on. And the government said, Here, don't be at that and they had a curfew and the people protesting said, Ah no, it's grand, we'll just carry on anyway. Some people were camping out. Some people were doing hunger strikes, and then, so they said, listen, we're going to beat you up and all that, and the people were like, we're really annoyed about this and so on. I don't know what happened, but uh, here's exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, there was, like, tanks and all sorts of mad shit, like weapons and stuff, and they came in at the crowd from different angles. So, like, there was fences up to keep... Police barricades, right, that were set up, were just being ran over by tanks and they're just ramming through people in fucking tanks. Uh, maybe. That's maybe what happened. I wasn't there, I don't know what actually happened. There's a famous image where there's like uh, a lot of tanks and there's some image, some, some man, you know, like, being like, here, stop going towards us and stuff, this is not cool. And the tanks kind of just trying to go around and stuff. Uh, protesters. So, basically, they were trying to have a a protest uh, to improve the quality of life and the government said uh, don't be protesting and uh, use violent force to kill a lot of people who are uh, seen as 
as doing that kind of stuff. Alright, so I'm just going to read a little, little thing I want to say. Uh, actual facts rather than stuff that's going, going off my memory, okay? Um, fair play, base Kieran. Okay, here we go. So it was an incident. It's called the 1989 Tiananmen uh, Square protests, alright? Uh, commonly known in mainland China as the June 4th incident where student-led demonstrations held in Tiananmen Square in Beijing during 1989. The popular national movement inspired by the Beijing protests is sometimes called the, the 89 Democracy Movement. All right? So, there you are. All right? That's off Wikipedia. So that's what they're saying happened. Uh, well, they're just giving a bit of background. Uh, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll stick with that for now. Um, so we've got some mad stuff to talk about. Um, China selling guns to African stuff. China's selling, making one of the cheapest guns in the world at the moment. Um, so this, well, jeez, oh this is so complicated. Alright, so right now, to do with tariffs and stuff like that, that's basically when you're importing and exporting goods. So it's kind of on the, on the vein of business, alright? So you can almost think of the, each country as like a different business. If you just think about it like that. Like one's McDonald's, one's Spar, one's like... I'm probably not the easiest way to think about the stuff, just um, do it like that. So, America said, listen, um, China, uh, if you want to trade with us, does like a tax, you know what I mean? You have to pay 10% us or whatever. So China said, um, started setting up businesses under different fronts and stuff in like Korea and Italy and all sorts of different places. Uh, insert name here. So, uh, okay, so just to reiterate, China wants to sell stuff to America. America says, yes, you can, but you have to pay 10%, give 10% to charity or whatever, you know? And then China says, listen, uh, we have to raise our prices, that's not good. So it finds another way of doing it, and how it does it is it does use the back door, it goes through Korea or another country, and then goes into America, and that way they don't have to pay the 10% tax. And how they do that, they send, whether it's cars, uh, electric cars, maybe Audi, and oh, that's, that's, that's German. Or is it Swedish? I can't remember. Or Norwegian. Flip. Okay, moving on. So, what they do is they send all the Huawei, Huawei phones or whatever they're called to Korea. They, not like 90% done or whatever. Then they put the microchip in it uh, to finish off the phone, the last 10%. They put it in a lovely box and then they send, and they put a stamp on saying like made in Korea or whatever it's made. And then they send it to uh, America or wherever, and then America doesn't charge the ten percent uh, tax. All right, so that would be a tax loophole, in very basic layman's terms. All right, so think about it as you and your mate, and your mate isn't allowed, and your mate's been barred out of the shop, right, for stealing cans, <laughs> for stealing sweets, and he asks you to go in for him. Uh, and in return, uh, he'll give you like 
one of the chocolate bars. He's buying like 10 chocolate bars or something. Alright. There's a lot of great business books you can read on the subject. But we'll keep moving. Alrighty-o. So I really like this... Uh, this... Xi Jinping man because he, he just seems like a self-made man obviously he's responsible some, for horrific things but just when I first started hearing about him I was like oh that's really interesting but the more I read about him the more I'm like oh jeepers uh, right so just touching on we can't really talk about this too much because uh, oh we can sure we've got, we've got a little bit of time there's a some mad 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 stuff uh, that I thought I'd mention. So uh, there's these people being repressed. Uh, the the name of them is U I G H O U R. I'm just gonna try if I can read it out using software. I can't. I can't. It's like Wager or Wuger or Wager or something. I can't remember. Um, but basically, they're uh, you know a minority group within China or near China who've been marginalised and or else so on. And they go to these re-education camps where they uh, um, where they have to read out you know like Mao's text docker doc 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 declaration doc not declaration what's it called indoctrination, which is like his own Bible, version of the Bible kind of thing and they have to learn it off and recite it right so it's kind of like just basically brainwashing it's called re-education program and they send uh oh here it is actually um it's something like etching re-education camps uh officially called vocational education and training centers by the government uh the people's republic of china are camps that have been operated by Asian Unger and autonomous regional government for the purpose of interning Muslims since 2014. Alright, so it sounds like shy crack. It sounds like somewhere, apparently they have pictures of Muslims, you know, uh, uh, wearing traditional, art, traditional, not traditional Irish football gear, wearing tra uh, traditional Chinese gear, um, but then, so that's the PA, PR style, but allegedly oh, there's lots of hidden tapes of uh, their, uh, where they're sleeping as, as being like, you know, Mount Joy, like a prison. So it's kind of like that kind of North Korea, they're all smiling, but at home uh, they're not having a very nice time. And sometimes there's trouble with food and, and so on. Uh, they don't always have enough food and so on. Allegedly, I don't know what I'm talking about. All right, so for some reason I don't know why China likes doesn't like India stealing their business and it's always kind of like getting in the way of India and being like hey you don't steal my business and stuff. I don't really know the history there. Um, maybe we'll get to touch on China again. I was, I'm just like I was just interested and in thought I thought I'd do this episode for you, my love. Um, alright, so we're, yeah, we've got to talk about security systems. Alright, this was one that, so I've already mentioned in yesterday's episode about Huawei, Huawei, Hawaii, or whatever it's called, and how those phones are used to um, spy on you. Okay, so how it works is, this is all allegedly, 
This is all fiction, alright? It's not proven, so don't freak the fuck out. Alright? You hear conspiracies all the time, and a lot of the time they're not just true and they're just hype, so just... This is literally just a little bit of hype. Alright? So here we go. Um... Okay, China, facial recognition, surveillance, social points. Alright? That's what the, uh, woo! That's what we're going to label the episode, episode possibly. Um, we just found this was interesting. They're selling this software to loads of countries all around the world because they're, um, the Chinese tech industry is, 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 uh, you know, more ahead than the American one, apparently, because China keeps breaking into the American, uh, hacking and stealing their ideas. Um, uh, plans and blueprints and what I mean by that is there is no copyright law in China so in China it is 100% legal to just steal stuff because it's not seen as stealing it's seen as everyone's do you know what I mean so it's really kind of nice in a way like some of the stuff the, some of the ideas that China's doing I'm just like oh it's so fucking brilliant but then you hear about the concentration camps and stuff and you're like oh okay this is not really this is really not how it seems. You know, the more you read into it, the more you're like, oh, this doesn't seem like a good idea. But when I first hear about a lot of these things, I'm like, oh, that seems like really good. Like, um, so I, I'm kind of confused about the whole thing. I'm just learning about it. I don't have, I'm, I'm just, uh, I don't have any extreme opinions either way. I'm just, just have a look and go, oh, that's kind of interesting. And I'm also being aware that a lot of the stuff I'm reading is kind of hyped up. Uh, may not be true. Some of it's maybe fictional. Uh, a lot of hearsay, you know, so it's, it's very important to let this stuff not ruin your day and so because a lot of it's just entertainment, uh, but unfortunately some of it is true, which is very scary, but you don't know what it is, what isn't. Okay, so China facial recognition, surveillance, social points. So China's, and just like America and those other countries, have been, they all like spying on each other, because um, it's a bit of crack, a bit of gossip, you know, it's like watching Big Brother. It's a bit of gossip spying on Simon people and seeing what they're up to. Whew. So they have these Huawei phones, whatever they're called. And uh, there's been a, a federal a federal job in America so that um, Bill, so the government officials and stuff can't use federal money to buy any of the Huawei products because allegedly there's some chip in it that helps people uh, spy. Uh, on like actually they've already been hacked uh, Australian officials accounts have already been hacked and so on by the Huawei phones and apps so how it works is there's a there, if you have a Huawei phone you um, you're compromised allegedly so you can get all your information can be sent to the other China or whatever how are you getting on uh, 20 um, Ramas you're looking well. I like your hair. I like what you're doing with your eyebrows there. So, it's spying everyone. It's selling. Oh God! Excuse me. They have these two apps. I sound like that. Lad Alex Jones. They have these two apps. One's like a medical app, and one is an app that uh, I can't even remember. Um, but they have these apps which you put all your personal information, like your blood type and all this stuff in for like a healthcare app and stuff and they have this social system so they have a name and shame system and facial recognition so if you jaywalk which means that you don't wait for the light uh, a picture of you is put up uh, you have a picture taken of your face and your face is put up on 
on the billboard or whatever says listen this lads after jaywalk and there's like social pressure and stuff alright so this we are wrap this up we're getting tired so it's your morning espresso sorry so they got drones, facial recognition software Social credit and all this stuff, right? So if you're caught jaywalking, your social credit goes down. I think you're docked two or three points if you're caught jaywalking. If you steal, you're gonna or have any. Uh, if you, uh, how do I say this? If you are caught protesting and they use the facial recognition software and they find out who you are when you're protesting, that could mean that you're not eligible for a mortgage. Uh, and it could compromise your whole life, really. So, and they've had some protests in China, uh, like civil unrest, allegedly in the last two, three years, because that's, as I said, I was only watching current information documentaries, and I'm not well up on the history of China, so I'm just like, uh, just a lad talking. But, um, they've had another riot kind of crack, you know, to, uh, similar to the, uh, the 1989 uh, incident, and um, there was tanks and all ready to go at the protesters, but I think they didn't choose to take uh, action at that particular thing, which would have been shy crack, you know, lots of people would have been hurt, and so on. Alright, um, China, face recognition software, okay, cool, cool, cool. so it's absolutely brilliant software, I love it, like it's fucking fascinating. But it's that whole thing of people are afraid, like, what if it's... Like, this could be... China could, like, just be, like, be really sound. Who knows? And uh, just helping out the world. Um, or is it some malicious act to spy and take over? I don't know. I don't really care if if, uh, if China watches me having sex. Um, if I get a class phone for cheap, to be honest. <laughs> Because, do you know what I mean? Everyone's paranoid. Oh, what happens if someone sees you do this? Oh, don't send this picture. Oh, don't do that. But, it's like everyone's up. Like, yeah, it's, it's shite and all, but I think it's just with the times or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think it's... I think you gotta, you got to prioritise, pick your battles kind of thing. Listen, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see what everyone has to say in the comments and... I'm just here to start a conversation, people, alright? Uh, what's a social score? Alright. So, yeah, if you do something wrong, if you steal from a shop, you lower your social score and it, it makes you less el eligible to have a car and, and so on. Because uh, the car uh, cars are handed out by lotteries in China. And if you have an electric car, you're more likely to um, uh, get a license for a vehicle. Uh, social scoring, aka your social score. Influencer. The act of rating a person's level of influence based on evaluating one's followers. Okay, that's not what I thought it was. Uh, does China have a rating system? China is testing a new plan to urge citizens to do more good and to be more trustworthy. The social credit system. The program is scheduled to be nationwide by 2020. That's soon. Uh, which means every Chinese citizen will be tracked, oh fuck, scored, and receive perks and restorations accordingly. Okay. So, basically, if, you, if you're if you a good citizen and, and you're...
cut, you know, like clean up after yourself, um, you'll it'll be more likely that you'll get an opportunity to drive a, a car. Um, Alright, so Instagram, it's been a pleasure. I'll see you. I'll see you next time. Um, yeah, so that's I'm gonna have to wrap up this China episode, but I just find it fascinating. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm I'm just used to. I don't even watch the news, so anytime I hear about the news, I'm just like, whoa, is this really, is this like some mad TV show, what is going on, like, it's futuristic stuff. They track you by your face, and they track you by, uh, the way you walk, uh, and they stole the software to, you know, like, Dubai and different parts of Africa, and so it's, it's going, the software's going nationwide and all the rest, which, you know what I mean? And people are tracked using the phones through these healthcare apps. Apps that you would really want to have. Like the healthcare apps are absolutely brilliant. I think it's some kind of like, do you know like Childline or one of those things where you ring up, it's like a free outline, you ring up and go, listen to it. I've, uh, I can't see out of one eye, what should I do? And they just go, listen, uh, I don't know, take Calpol or, or uh, I'll drink some water and your eye feels better. It's that kind of really good healthcare, but it's done through the phone. Um, but on the back side, on the back end, it's getting stuff like your blood type, where you live, how many people are in your family, if you take any legal drugs, and so on. Um, do you know what I mean? So it's collecting information, and the question is, what's happening with that information? Do we need to be paranoid? Personally, I don't give a fuck, because like, I think you know, if you worry about this stuff, you're if you're really... Like, if you have some weird political agenda or, or something, I think, then you have to be like... Or if you're doing something wrong, like, do you know what I mean? Like, if you're just if you're just going to your job every day and you, you just want to watch Netflix, I don't think you really need to worry about any of this stuff. It's just... A lot of it's just fear-mongering and possibilities, do you know what I mean? Um, if anything does happen, then we can worry about it. But until that point, we're just guessing and causing ourselves a bit of anxiety. Do you know what I mean? So, I'm going to have a little look-see here, just if there's any little bits um, that I need to fill out. Sorry, just any little references, okay? Alright, just because I... I just... Yeah, I hope you guys will link an article or something that would be uh, beneficial uh, to this video and so on. Okay. So we're just going to have a little look and uh, just throw some little facts at you before we sign off because I don't know everything. Uh, Alright, I'm probably just going to have to stop saying it. Okay, listen. Uh, People's Republic of China, it's uh, East Asia. World's most populous country. Um, 1.4828 billion in 2017, covering approximately 9 uh, thousand nine six thousand nine hundred thousand. Sorry. Okay. Uh, moving, moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, economic performance in nineteen seventy eight. Uh, fastest growing annual growth. Um, just reading things that jump out at me here. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. All right. I think we'll probably just leave it there. I think that's. If there's anything I left out, I'll mention it on tomorrow's podcast because uh, this is my own personal battle with perfection and, and all the rest of it. Alright, so I hope uh, you enjoyed your little uh, dip in the toe in. Um, I'd love to find out the guy who originally is Imperial China. 
Um, who these guys were in the early, like early leaders of China culture, do you know what I mean? The guys who took over, the early emperors and stuff like that. Because it's quite, it's quite complex and uh, the pronunciations, Han, the Han Dynasty, okay. The Han Dynasty is very, very important people, the Han Dynasty, definitely worth looking into. It goes into the actual history um, before and it really gives you an idea of uh, the Chinese culture and the, uh, and fi do you know what I'd love to do finally, just to wrap everything up, I'd like to have a go at, um, look up the, just mention the, the famous Chinese philosophers because that just really interests me. So apparently they took down recently the, uh, um, they've gone for nationalism. Uh, what's it, a philosopher? I, I, like, uh, people are invested, the new millionaires of Ch China are investing in, uh, vintage, like, Chinese art, or whatever. Uh, okay, let's see if I could spell this right. Okay, we're nearly there. We're finished up the podcast. Uh, thank you. So they took down, you know, like Karl Marx or whatever. Uh, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Confucius, Confucius uh, Lazoi, which is pronounced... Okay, so listen. This is just some Chinese philosophers, and then I'm going to get out of your hair, okay? Uh, okay. Uh, the first one, it's a beardy gentleman. Um, okay, I'm not going to comment on any appearances of these lads anymore. Here we go. Uh, number one is a... Um, L-A-O-Z-I, alright, and he is from the 5th, 6th century, as uh, a Chinese philosopher and is believed to be the founder of Taoism, or something like that. Confucius, I've heard that name an awful lot, um, I'd love to look into his work, um, and then I'm just going to need number 3, it's pronounced Z-H-A, sorry, one more time, Z-H-U-A-N-G-Z-I, that's number three, and I'm going to read the little thing on Chinese philosophy, because that's what I'm really interested about personally. Uh, Chinese philosophy originates in the spring and autumn period, and warning states, war, warring states period. During the period known as the Hundred Schools of Thought, thought which was characterized by significant intellectual and cultural developments. All right. All right. So listen, I'll leave it there. Hopefully, I didn't uh, offend too many people. Um, I meant well. I'm sure that I'm pissed off some people somehow because you never know. Everyone has their own little thing that they get pissed out about. Maybe some people. Fucking hate white t-shirts and red hats. So you know, you just—it's so hard to please everyone. So listen, I'm just gonna, just gonna do my best. Right. That's everything. Uh, all the best. And um, ba 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 da da da. You can do it, yeah.